Is that what you want your attire to look like? Yeah. All right, man, you do you. No worries. That I think that's one of the reasons our relationship has worked the way it has because we'll always have the conversation. I do believe what's best for business and helping people is this, but if it's not what's best for you, it's not what's best for helping people. These unwritten rules are everywhere. Just just ask yourself if if they're yours and I think more importantly, give yourself the permission you need to like break them if they're not yours. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,291, a deeper dive into the fear of judgment today for episode number 1,292, where do you feel you need the most permission right now? Such a tough title to read. So we talked about this a little bit, I believe last week, this week, I don't know, I have no idea, where Alan said to me, sent me an audio, and he said, hey man, this month is going to be very, very, very heavy with the live event, group coaching's coming up, there's a lot of things going on with the business, it might benefit you to sit down with Taryn and kind of tell her, or ask her, really, for the grace that you're going to need for this month. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'll see what I can do. So I sat down with Taryn and I said, hey, can I, I think I said, hey, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit overwhelmed with everything going on. And she said, what can I do to support you? And I said, honestly, all I really need is permission, AKA, I need grace for the fact that my schedule is going to be very, very wonky for the entire month. And she said, well, what does that look like? And I said, I know usually I'm done by X time and we're pretty certain that's what it's going to be. But there are going to be nights where Alan just says, hey, we got we to gotta go late tonight. Or I say, hey, we should probably go late tonight. Or we're going to have to go early tomorrow. And that gave me a lot of certainty that I wasn't breaking rapport with Taryn. That she felt communicated with. Not like she's in the dark where, hey, I can't, you know, I know we're doing dinner tonight, but I can't be there. Whatever it may be. I, I wonder if I didn't ask for that permission or if I didn't communicate that I needed that permission, I wonder what this month would have looked like because she has been, she's always very supportive, but she's been above and beyond supportive and very, very patient and very, very flexible. I don't think I would be able to show up in the way that I am if she wasn't doing that. So that's just a really good example of where I needed to feel like I had permission. Now I do. And this month has been much easier. Well, in the past we did live events and it was always, we were less proactive. We were much less proactive. And, and I know that it, it, it does, it's, it affects our relationships. I, I had the same conversation with Emilia and it was actually her idea to tell you um, that this month is going to be, she's really good at that. She's very proactive about mm. calendar. And she's always like before the holidays, she's thinking about the months in advance and she's saying, we got to do this, this, and this. Otherwise we're going to be overwhelmed during the holidays. And she was absolutely right. So uh, the permission piece 
there's two team members in particular that kept talking about permission, permission, permission. And honestly, man, I didn't really understand what they were talking about at the time. And I want to just be transparent about that because I didn't really, we were doing trainings, we were doing speeches, we do monthly meetups, the listeners know that, and they kept saying something along the lines of NLU gives so much permission. It gives so much permission. And I was like, I don't, what does that even mean? Permission to what? Like, what does that even mean? She said, yeah, the identity and the permission building. And I'm like, okay. So what I understand now is failing forward, for example, it gives you permission to fail. You know, you're not going to be attacked or ostracized or break rapport when you fail forward at NLU because that's totally normal. Now, if you fail, 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 fail forward, meaning you never hit your, you know, your mark, then of course there's a, there's a line that needs to be drawn. But that's what I want to talk about here, which is your tribe kind of has these weird unwritten rules in it. Every tribe you're in, even NLU, you know, the unwritten rule is you are into growth. Um, you probably struggle with self-worth. You need to stand up for yourself more. You're into self-improvement. You're trying to get better each day. You're trying to be a better person as well as more successful. If you are trying to be more successful, it, it can't be at the detriment of others. Like that kind of stuff. And again, these are unwritten cultural rules. And I don't mean culture in the sense of like globally cultural. I mean every company, every organization, every profit or nonprofit business, every every tribe, every friend group has these sort of unwritten rules. And when they conflict, and you have talked about this, and this isn't necessarily what this episode was about, but you talked about core aspirations, core values, core beliefs, and core community. And you said how if your core community is in conflict with your core aspirations, core values, and core beliefs, you're in a lot of trouble. Mm. You're either going to have to leave that core community or you're going to have to lead that core community much more effectively. And so I'll give a, a small example I had an old friend group that uh, I don't think they're super vulnerable. Uh, I don't. I, you know, I think that they they pick on each other a little bit. I think there there's a lot of ego there, um, and I don't think they're all bad by any means. But I think that I was a part of a group chat for a long time that it's almost like there's just very little emotional intelligence. There's a very little vulnerability. There's very little humility, and eventually I was just like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And I just left. And I bet you if I were to go back and read some of those messages, I would probably be like, you know what? There's not a lot of permission here. There's not a lot of permission to be vulnerable here. It's almost like if you are vulnerable, you're going to get like shit on, for lack of better phrasing. And I don't want to be a part of that anymore. And so I, I think that for the listeners, whatever whatever it is that you feel you need permission for, you got to get really clear on that so that you can make sure you're surrounding yourself with tribes and with organizations and with people who allow you to be who you are. That's what permission is. Permission to be vulnerable, permission to be authentic, permission to be growth oriented, permission to read books, permission to love podcasts, permission to love growth and self-improvement, permission to drink or not drink, permission to smoke weed or not smoke weed, like permission to be who you are. And, and I think that, you know, we, we go to school and we're younger and 
we kind of get thrown into the mix of like all these rules, right? It's like you, Kevin and I's high school. There's a bunch of rules. You're allowed to do this and you're allowed to not do this. You're allowed to dress this way. You can't dress this way. You're allowed to talk this way, but you can't talk that way. And, and I'm not making that wrong. I think you need order in the chaos. You do need structure. But when you're a kid, you kind of are born into a household that has unwritten rules that you didn't choose. And then you go to school, most likely, in a school that has rules that you didn't choose. And then you're like, go to corporate, and that has rules that you kind of didn't choose. And so I think permission is, how do you write your own rule book? How do you figure out who you are and who you want to be? And I'm really excited because Emilia and I are going to start a family in the next few years. And I'm excited to, we talk about writing your own rule book. Permission to rewrite the rule book. We're not going to go off of any anyone else's religion or anyone else's culture or anyone else's dogmatic thinking. We're not going to go off of any of that. We're going to we're going to write our own rule book based on what we believe is most optimal for ourselves and for others and for the world. And I think that I finally feel like I have permission to be fully me in every room I'm in. And I hope that our listeners are are designing a life where that's also true for them. It's It's been very interesting because I had a very similar experience to you where I didn't really understand how important of a topic this was until we did a speech to a group that was predominantly female and many of them were moms. And it's like, what do two early 30s men know about that life? And honestly, the truth is not a ton from experience, right? But from the outside looking in, I remember we talked about, hey, you have to give yourself permission to take care of yourself. And for so many people in the group, that was like a huge breakthrough. Because when you're so used to putting somebody else first, you kind of do have to give yourself permission. What does permission really mean? It means you're okaying a new way or a new action or a new thought or a new perspective, whatever it may be. And if that's new to you, it's very hard to do. It's very hard to give yourself permission with something that makes you feel guilty. It's very hard to give yourself permission to anything that makes you feel a certain way if it's negative. Even if it's what's 1,000% best for you. Alan and I had a, this is timely, we had a conversation before where we were talking about Alan's backdrop and we were talking about the way that I dress. And we basically came to the fact where Alan's backdrop might be um, scary to some people. It might be very intense for somebody who looks and like, oh, look at those all, all those awards. You know, is this guy full of himself or whatever it may be? It might be intimidating. Where I, on the other end, it's like, I don't ever have my hair done. My facial hair is grown out. I might scare people away because they might think like, this guy does not have his stuff together at all. But we had a conversation and we gave each other permission. Like, is that what you want your office to look like? Yeah, cool. You do you, man, no worries. Is that what you want your attire to look like? Yeah, all right, man, you do you, no worries. That I think that's one of the reasons our relationship has worked the way it has because we'll always have the conversation. I do believe what's best for business and helping people is this, but if it's not what's best for you, it's not what's best for helping people. And that's the interesting thing because it's not sustainable. So I think that's one of the reasons you and I have worked as well as we do together because we don't, we tend to just give each other, each other permission for whatever it is we want to do because we understand that if it's aligned, it's most likely what's best for the other person too, regardless, uh, because of that, not regardless of that, because of that. Well, the team member, Amy L., she said one of the best things I've ever heard you share, Alan, is 
why is it that what's best for you isn't what's best for the world? Mm. And don't get me wrong, right? I mean, if I were to go on the streets, and I'm just going to say this, if I were to go on the streets and sell cigarettes and make a profit, mm. and that profit is good for me, it doesn't mean it's good for the world. So a lot of the things that people do that are selfish, quite frankly, aren't good for the world. And that's always a judgment call, and it's based on your own morals and your own ethics. And even that, it's like, I believe in freedom, so you should be allowed to do that if that's what you want to do. It's not what I want to do. And so, you know, why is it that what's good for you is bad for others? Or have you just been made to feel that way? In other words, why is it that you staying alone in your room and reading your books when your family's having dinner and you grew up in that environment where you're supposed to be at dinner at 5 p.m. or whatever, my house, my rules or whatever, it's why is it not okay? I, this always fascinated me. This hopefully will resonate with people. I remember thinking like going to the gym with my old, I'm not going to name any names. There are people from my past where going to the gym was seen as selfish. Mm. And I remember thinking to myself like that is messed up. Like me working on my physique and my health is like selfish. This is like a broken paradigm. The, on no planet is is it good for me to be unhealthy. There's no there's no merit to that. It's not real. And so question it. Question it. Where where have you, are you made to feel guilty? Where where do you feel guilty? Where might you have shame? Is, is there someone trying to control you through their guilt trips or through their own rule book and through their own lens? Um, and then the only wrong answer to this is to not choose it consciously. So on the NLU team, we all track habits. That's part of our culture. If you don't want to track habits, you hopefully can come to Kevin or, or myself and say, hey, listen, I don't want to do this. And then we can figure out whether or not NLU is or isn't aligned with you. But we don't want anyone to do it just because we said so. Mm. You know, it needs to be more than that. It needs to be this is what you believe is optimal and this is who we are and this is who we aspire to be. And that's a that's a fine line. It's very difficult to like live in a way that's so so nonconformist to the statistical and structural norms but also has its own norms you know i mean kev unwritten rule with you and i that we don't call each other in the middle of the day we don't and if you do i know something's burning down so i'm gonna pick it up it's an unwritten rule we never said that we never were like hey kev no matter what you do do not call me Mm. no you just kind of know i don't like the phone i definitely don't like unscheduled calls and you're trying to be respectful no and if you do call me it it's most likely really important. And so I kind of know that intuitively because Kevin never calls, you know, and if he does, something's burning down. And so these unwritten rules are everywhere. Just just ask yourself if if they're yours. And I think more importantly, give yourself the permission you need to like break them if they're not yours. Just meeting the people that there are to meet at Next Level Live made it worth it all on its own. Uh, everybody there is incredibly supportive. Everybody there is um, not just strong, but also vulnerable and open. 
and also humble about how they're doing and where they're at in life, as well as where they've come from. Uh, so no, at any point, you don't feel um, intimidated or like you're lacking or like you're not as good as anybody else because everybody has been at some point where you are and everybody just wants to see each other thrive and do the best that they can. That's I think that's another really good point to this episode is where are you giving permission that you don't want? Kind of, because that's kind of what you're talking about in that in that situation of, okay, I you heard me send this message earlier. One of our clients at NLPS connected me with another potential client. For some reason, this person's email wasn't working. So I texted my other client and said, hey, can you connect me with this potential client? Then the new potential client called me, just called me out of the blue. <laughs> I messaged them and said, hey, I don't do unscheduled calls. Like Monday's our recording day. Here's my calendar link. Let's get something on the calendar for later this week. Just because I don't want that to be the expectation. I don't yep. want that to be the the permission slip of you can just call me whenever you want. Now yeah. at the beginning of the journey, sure. But now it's there's just too much going on where I can't do that. That I want to make sure I'm setting the expectation of that permission. But you can do that the other way too, right? Oftentimes Taryn will come to me and she'll say, Hey, do you mind if I have somebody over Friday? It's like, no, I could care. No, do you. Do you? <laughs> right. And literally to the point where I you say, don't even have to ask. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. never, ever, ever, ever have, have to, to ask. ask. Yeah. Just let me know. You can say, hey, somebody's coming over. That way I can plan to be in the office or whatever. I don't want to disturb you. That. I, I want that to be an unspoken rule of court. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. She asked me the other day, uh, what do you think if I cut my hair short? Sure. Yeah, it's your hair. Do your thing. You have all the permission. Yeah. What if you, she, when she went to New York to visit her, her family, she's like, do you mind if I get a nose ring? Absolutely not. Do your thing. Yeah, you do whatever you want. What do you think if I have bangs? It's like, yeah, cool. Do your thing. Whatever. I, I want you to feel like you have the permission to do whatever you want because you give me the permission to do the wild, crazy things I do, like work all day. So yeah, I think I think both ways is an interesting perspective. Where are you giving people permission or taking advantage of where you think you have permission and then vice versa as well? Uh, I want to share this. I I remember one time I had a ex-girlfriend and I we were walking, I'll never forget it, and she was really sad. And the reason she was sad is because she doesn't get along well with her friends. And this was one of the, the really nice vulnerable moments that her and I shared together, which was she said, you're so sought after, like why? Like everyone always loves you and wants to be around you. I don't think everyone loves me by any means, but I, there's a lot of people who want to be around me. And I'm very grateful for that, genuinely. As much as a lot of people attack me, there's also a lot of people who really want to be around me. And um, she's like, all your old friends, they all still like want to be around you, all this stuff. And a lot of that has shifted since this conversation, by the way. But anyways, uh, I said, you know what it is? I said, I, I, people around me know that I value them for who they want to be. They don't have to be what I think they should be. Mm. Now, I do think some people probably feel the pressure of, you know, uh, well, he's really well put together, so I need to be super well put together or whatever. But if they ever really spent any time behind the scenes with me, they would know that's not how I am. And I told her, I said, honestly, I know you don't mean to, but you might not be as, um, as unconditionally loving. In other words, unconditional love, what does it mean? What does it mean? It means you are not going to take away love or take away approval based on someone else doing something that they want to do. 
So for example, hey, can I cut my hair short? You're not, she's asking for permission because she wants to, she wants certainty that it's not going to hurt the marriage. Yeah. She wants certainty that you're still going to find her attractive and you're still going to love her. And honestly, one of the reasons why, and Emilia, she wouldn't mind me sharing this. I remember her saying um, to me one time, you know, do you mind if I don't wear a bra? And I remember being like, that's not my choice. Like, of, of course not. Like, you do whatever you want, wear whatever you want. She's, she's so used to having partners that are so insecure that if she was dressed in a certain way that was really attractive, it would hurt the relationship. And I told her, babe, you're never going to have that issue with me. Like, I do you. Like, I, there's very little that you could do that would upset me or get me to take away love in any way. The only thing I don't want is to be attacked. That's it. Like, that's the only time I take away love is when people attack me. And again, that's a me thing. But the listeners of this show, Kev, a lot of them have been guilted a lot. And, and again, I know that, you know, Taryn's dealt with that in her own way. Emilia's dealt with guilt trips in her own way. I've been guilted for sure in my life. Um, Kev, I think you're on the lower end of being guilted because either people were afraid of you and I think your, your mom and me aren't very stubborn. I think that's part yeah. of it too. Yeah. yeah. And I, my, my family was not a, a guilt family. That's not the way it worked. No, that's not the way it Grateful. worked. Grateful. Yeah. And that's a very freeing thing, Kev. Yeah. I mean, think about the jobs you just quit on a whim and you know, that stuff isn't normal. Usually it's like, I'll, I'll give this example. I have a client, her family, doctor, lawyer, engineer, failure. If you're not a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer, you're a failure. And I'll keep this anonymous, but the fact that this person, I mean, she comes from a literally racist culture in a racist family that says you need to date this type of person or we're going to take away love. And they literally say that. It's like wicked toxic. And so again, I'll keep it super anonymous here because it's not my place. But the guilt trip thing, the I need to please mom and dad and auntie and uncle like it's a thing kev it's a thing it's a big time thing and give yourself permission to sail away from anywhere that forces you to be who they think you should be i don't care if it's i don't care if it's a religion or a company or anything or a person a place a thing idea like anywhere that you feel suppressed to where you're too scared to be yourself is, is a toxic place to be. And, you know, I think obviously you need to be intelligent and obviously you need to not just quit your job on a whim or anything like that. But at the end of the day, give yourself the permission to be who you are because some other people aren't going to give it to you. They aren't going to give it to you. And and hopefully that person that I, that I shared that with took that and ran with it. And hopefully she feels more sought after now. There's something, there's something about being believing in other people and accepting them for who they aspire to be and who they want to be that that is very sought after and it's very unconscious um but hopefully hopefully that's something we can all do better at make people feel good when you make people feel good they want to be around you it's the goal at least that's the goal and that if if you do find a community a person a place a restaurant a gym whatever where you feel like you've been given the permission to be yourself. That's probably a person, place, thing, idea, feeling to hang on to. Because Definitely. I think that's what we're all, we're all searching for that. When you, when people talk about belonging, what does that mean? Yeah. Permission to be you, really, right? Permission to be you ultimately. When, when we talk about 
uh, being authentic. What does that mean? It means there's not a giant difference between who you want to be and who you have to be. You can just be yourself. And we're all looking for that permission. So, But I think, to your point, it does start with understanding, have you traded that in unintentionally or what are the unconscious expectations of you, right? I mean, I've had those in the past where, <clears throat> excuse me, the unconscious expectation was every single night I was going to spend with the person I was with. That was it. It was just, there There was no permission to, to do other things, which is, I think, one of the Can reasons why. Can you share why, that briefly? Yeah, I think it was just, I don't know. I, I have, I've had partners in the past that were very, very needy. And I've also been a very, very needy partner in the past as well. And it was very much like, when you're done, you're with me. That was kind of it. And then anytime I would, and this is a fine line too, like anytime I would seek permission, that's a fine line because even that phrasing, but anytime I would seek permission to do other things, there would be some sort of resistance, which then makes me not want to seek permission, which then kind of re... That's a controlling thing. Right. Yeah. Energetically yeah. controlling of like mm-hmm. you should never feel guilty for wanting to like go hang out with your friend. No, no, no. I think it's and a if fear, you are out there and you feel thing. this way. Yeah, exactly. If you're out there and you feel that way, and I think everyone feels that way in certain relationships. Yeah. Then that is a sign. That's a sign that you're not really granted permission yeah. unconsciously, you know? Yeah. It's something to it's definitely something to focus on. I think a lot of people are yeah, I, I would say it's probably I don't know if strange is the right word, but the way you and I are, I, that's the, that's what we aspire to. But like, I don't ever want somebody to ask, have to ask me for something like, do you mind if I do blink? Like, no, go do you. You're good. Will that make you happy? Like, will that fulfill you? Will that bring you joy? Yeah, cool. It's not hurting me if you go out with your friends or it's not hurting me if you have your friends over. It's, I mean, that's, that's the household we want anyway. So, so I can spend a quick 10 K on, you know, a giraffe. Yeah. If you find a giraffe for 10K? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, you can find one. Sure. <laughs> Imagine that in the backyard. Jeff, Jeffrey the I giraffe. I wonder if the condo complex would let me with their I rules. I definitely not. Unless I it, seriously doubt it. <laughs> unless it eats, eats the grass for you. It probably saves Tucker, some money Tariel, for Tucker, Tariel, and... Jeff. Jeff the giraffe. Tarier. Yeah, Jeff no, the Jeff. giraffe. It's got to be Jeff. <laughs> you can get a giraffe under one condition. You name it Jeffrey the giraffe, like the Toys R Us one. This is a good one. If, if anything that we anything we said kind of triggered something when we were talking about permission, that's a potential area yeah. to search because if you don't feel like you're getting per, uh, permission or giving yourself permission, it's a, it's a good place to start kind of exploring. Anything? Uh, the last thing I would say is, um, have you given yourself the permission to fail forward? Have you given yourself the permission to be perf- to be imperfect? Because at the end of the day. If someone does have you under their thumb, for lack of better reason, uh, phrasing, you're going to have to give yourself permission to kind of get out. And honestly, some of us are under our own thumb. Permission to, you know, go to that event, even though I'm uncomfortable. Permission to start that podcast, even though I'm scared. Permission to do a marathon on a whim, even though you might <laughs> die of dehydration. <laughs> um, that's the thing is permission. It's, I didn't understand this at all. So if this is new to anyone, I didn't understand this whatsoever until Jesse and Amy were talking about it. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm glad we're doing that. I didn't know we were doing that. So cool. Nice. Next Level Nation. I've been talking a lot about Next Level Nation, our private Facebook group. If you are looking for permission, that's the spot. Uh, I, I will not say anything else. I mean, that is why we built the community the way we have. We wanted it to be a place where we felt safe and 
you will get the permission you need in Next Level Nation. Fire. Hey, thanks. Uh, so Next Level Live's tomorrow, but I said I wouldn't plug it. So that was the version of not plugging it. <laughs> Group 10, April 11th. I could not talk about it. It's tomorrow. <laughs> it's tomorrow. I'm so excited. Group coaching, April 11th. If you feel alone in your growth journey, if you feel like you don't have permission in your current friends friend groups, group coaching is a little team of you and nine other people plus Kevin, myself, and an assistant coach where we guide you and give you the permission you need to lean into the new you and s- release the old you. I got that from Amy L as well. Release the old you instead of like, I always say the phoenix burns down and you know the old you dies and all that. I don't think that's as good. Release the old you, embrace the new you, and that's what group coaching is about. It hopefully can be that transition period so we have a promo code for all listeners reach out to kevin and myself it's 30 percent off so for less than a hundred dollars a month it's less than a hundred dollars a month please reach out and you will no longer feel alone in this ridiculously challenging growth journey boom next level nation tomorrow for episode number and i'm just doing this right off the top of my head alan i didn't have this chosen i'm just winging it for episode number 1293 do you know what we're going to talk about no idea no, because I didn't either. We're going to do <laughs> three questions you should be asking yourself every single day. That's going to be the episode. As always, do you hate it? You don't like it? No, no, no. I'm thinking of my sign off. <laughs> okay. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Keep changing lives, Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.